wizard, Harry. Ah! Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die! We know each other. He's a friend from work. Why? You can fight. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Before this episode begins, sorry to any professional voice actors, because there might be some several, several bad voice professions of Mrs. Doubtfire. So, everybody welcome to our favourite film episode, Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello Harry, how are you? Good. So, what we decided this week, listeners, is... It is, well, it would have been Robin Williams' birthday yesterday, so this is going out on the 22nd of yep. July, and it would have been his birthday on the 21st, um, so we just thought it'd be a nice time to actually review a film that we decided, what we reviewed very early on, didn't we, when we yeah. first started the podcast? Well, that was second episode, I think. No, I think it was a bit later, it was later than that, but it was one of the early ones, but we used to do more than one film at a time, and we always thought that this film probably deserved a bit more of a focus. So we are reviewing 1993's Mrs. Doubtfire. Now, when we get to the rating of this, we've already rated this 5 out of 5. Yeah, it's um, so it'll be interesting to see if we decide to change it. Nope. Spoiler alert. But yeah, we just wanted to do this, and I think we're going to, going forward every year, we're going to, around Robin's birthday, we're going to try and do a Robin Williams film. Not saying that we'll never do another one, throughout the year, but we're always going to try and do one Yeah. on the actual birthday as well. Yeah. So, what do you want me to do? Well, the f- I, I've to- I totally forgot the intro scene when he does like, the cartoon voice. I totally forgot about that scene. Okay. See? Well, do you know what's so interesting about that scene? It is... Are we not going to um, tell us the story? I can do if you want. Or a quiz. Well, that's why I asked you what you wanted to do. Oh! But you just went off talking about the film straight away, which is fine. Just shows how excited you are. Okay, we'll do we'll do those two first. Okay. Um, I'll give you I'll give you five. So what is tell tell you a story? Basically, you I gave you that number sentence. You need to tell a story. Okay. So how many? Are you five. Me? I am here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. Because that's how that's how many. I don't think I need five for Mrs. Doubtfire. So. I'll give you one then. Daniel is the father of three children who is split from his wife. I'm going to do it in five now, you already gave me five. But, um, he is a struggling voice actor and to try and reconnect with his family and get involved in his children's lives, he disguises himself as a nanny and goes and beats the nanny to his children. children. Um, that's basically the plot of the film. I'll give you five because that's how, that's how good this film is if I saw. Well, that's fair. And what you were then referring to is that we always try and do a little bit of a quiz, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, Hello, Dennis. Funny you... What, what's, the, um, what's the line you always take from this, Phil? Help is on the way, Davey. So, that's the name of the quiz. Um, 
basically that's why I said help is on the way isn't it? is one of the most famous lines from this yeah. So that's why I put a warning because it might be seven bad questions. So I'm going to do a little quiz based on that line. So the quiz is, I am going to give you lines and you are going to tell me what film they are from. So basically guess the proper line. Yeah. No, I'm going to give you a proper line but you're going to have to tell me which film we have okay. recently watched that it's from. Mm-hmm. So the first line is, I'll be back. Terminator. We have a winner. It's too. We haven't reviewed them yet. Oh no, but we've done it. Yeah, true. Why do you? Why do you make it sound like Batman? <laughs> and then the next one is. Yes. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ah, oh, it. It's Back to the Future, isn't it? No. Oh. I don't know if it's Flash Gordon. Back to the Future. There's one more. If you haven't... Was it Speed? No. Is it Flash Gordon? No. Is it Back to the Future? No. Which one is it? One final guess. Uh, I give up what film. Which one? Top Gun. Oh, yeah! Next one. Hello, my name is Anigo Moitoya. You killed my oh. father for test today. Uh, oh, oh, I know what film it is. I don't know how you said the name. I know what it is. I don't know how you said the name, oh, Dad. Oh. Um, what, how do you say the name? I, 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 I know what the film it is. I just can't, like, I can't remember how to say the name. Well, how do you say the name again? Princess Bride. Yeah, Princess Bride, thank you. I knew it was something on the Prince line, but I didn't know if it also had Bride or not. If I get one correct, I definitely add it in my head. Where we're going, we don't need no roads. Top Gun. You've already had Top Gun, so no. Top Gun again. Back to the Future. There you go. And finally, Mama, you've been bad. I don't know what film that's for. Um, Ghostbusters? No. Stars him. Who? That's that's not helpful. When he was much younger. Goonies. There you go. Helped you out a little bit with that one, I feel. Sorry to interrupt this week's episode, but this week we are sponsored by Newsly, which is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web, web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in the history of the internet, the whole web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topics as specific as you like, from sports, science, to fit movies, to the Kardashians, anything you like. It'll find you the best articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, When Harry Met Movies, is there too. I start using it as my main default podcast app. It's much easier. So download and use Newsly for a free net from now at www.newsly.me or follow the link in the description of this episode and use the promo code HarryMovies and it allows you to get a three months premium subscription. 
Personally, this app is great for Harry because of his yeah. dyslexia and it allows him to basically read articles on the web that you might not have been able to. So, as far as a sponsor and an app, yeah. this is one that our little podcast can get behind, isn't it? Yes. Thank you very much. Bye. Now back to the episode. So, straight to the movie that you've already started talking about. Yeah. So go on, you were saying about the first scene. I forgot about the first scene ever. When he shows him doing the impressions of the bird, the cat, and then it was like really funny, especially how he was like, he was like, no, no, no. Well, a couple of weird things, about, a couple of funny things about that is the fact that, to start with, he's a voice actor and he's watching the cartoon and doing the voice yeah. that's not usually how it works isn't it usually with voice acting what you do is you do the voice and they am- animate to your voice so say like with a film like toy story yeah tom hanks will do the voice of woody and they'll film him yeah and then they'll watch how he moves his mouth and stuff like that and they'll animate the mouth to the yeah because it's up op- it because Otherwise, the mouth isn't moving right yeah. for the words. Because how you would say it's say ship is different than how you would say ship. Happy. Happy. Do you know what I mean it's different yeah. pronunciation of your mouth? So it's very rarely do that. And also, what's quite funny is that he gets fired basically for improvising, doesn't he? And, yeah. And going all about smoking and stuff like that, which is kind of the opposite of what actually happens with Robin Williams. That's why he's hired for jobs. Is because he can do that. You can improvise. I'm betting hot. Like they have this. There's like someone which wrote the script and it was very detailed. And they was like, no. Eh. Well, apparently the script was originally wrote and it, and there was a bit of a there was a bit of a big thing where the, the, it was a book apparently. Wasn't it? And um, <gasps> book. Yeah, and then Church. they they changed the ending. For, uh, well, a writer came in and wrote it, as, adapted it, and then someone else came in because. The studio wasn't happy with the fact that at the end mm. they are still divorced and they're separated, and they wanted to change that and make it a lot more kids. Yeah, make it a, so they're back with the, the kids, and um, so they got a new writer in and stuff. Yeah. And then there was a bit of a bit of a kick up and stuff, and I think Robin Williams, who was one of the producers, and his wife was, they both sort of stamped the foot down a bit and sort of said, "No, you need to keep the ending as it yeah, is." Yeah, because like. Because it works. That's what a lot of films. It's like, not that it's not a happy ending because it's still a happy ending. Yeah. The kids are happy and everyone's happy. But, but that's more of a real ending. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like a lot of films, if they try to do this, they'll be like, "Oh, they got back together. They're happy ever after." Yeah, it's yeah, like, and, and they are happy, but it's just a yeah, different. Yeah, they're not. Not like a lot that's of films. I've said we were talking about it. We watched this film last night to keep it quite fresh in our heads. Yeah. And, um, yeah. This is what we realised that. Yeah. On paper, this shouldn't be a happy ending, but it works because yeah. the kids are happy, both the parents are happy, and the kids are still loved, and that's yeah. that's reality, that's real. Yeah. And I think this is like a very good film, like yourself and Oliver, your mum and dad, me and your mum aren't together, but no, it's a, we look after you both yeah. as, a, as a family. What I do like, yeah. And this film, I think, is good for people who... It's just like got who maybe would struggle a bit more and because not everyone's mum and dad when they split up are like me and your mum where we, yeah. we yeah. make an effort yeah um and i think it'd be good for i think this is the type of film you could sort of kids that were struggling with their mum and dad being separated them on, yeah. this, this would sort of help them i think yeah because it's mrs dalfar so yeah it's gonna help them. yeah
I want to mention a scene when he picks his kids off. The kid picks up his kid from school and says, I got off and he's like, you mean you got five? And he's like, no, I choose to leave. And it's like, oh my god. I'm betting that wasn't in the script. You can um, Apparently what he would do is... Yeah. That he would film the scenes two or three times yeah. as they should be done. And then Chris Columbus's director would let him do his own thing. And he'd have like four or five cameras of it. All the reactions from the kids and stuff like that were genuine at the time because yeah. they, he, he knew the kids would just react to what he was doing. Yeah, is Chris Columbus finished with Harry Potter? Yeah. He's the director of Harry Potter, yeah. Which and one did um, he do? The first two. Explains why this film's so good, though. Yeah, it's, uh, he, Chris Columbus is definitely, as a director, has got a style of... Making it real. Uh, no, it's not that he makes it real. He's, he's, very, he's, got, he's good at getting heart yeah. into a film. Um does this, he does Home Alone, there's also... I've not seen Home Alone. There's also a few others that he definitely does that you would... that we'll probably cover at some point. Yeah. Um, he has got a knack for sort yeah. of... Like I say, he can make... He's a good director. He's a good... I would say he's a very good yeah. family film director. Yeah. I'm not saying he can't do anything else, but yeah. I think they are... His main one. His strong points. Some, yeah. well, basically some of the best family films. Yeah. He has done basically. Yeah, I want to mention. Like he did the original Percy Jackson yeah. films. Now I know you haven't seen them, and you've got a bit of a finger about on book. Yes. But actually, they're not bad films. Not bad. They're just. They're not based. They're not. They're not as good as the books. No, they're not. But they, they weren't in a position to do that. No, they're barely based on the books. They made Grover go after his horns, not the. If we do review those, I have definitely got a knack for them because I've watched multiple reviews and I don't know, apparently, apparently it's not as good. And they miss, miss say failure's name. They call it Talia, which is not like saying we. But, what do you mean? Sorry. Basically, in the second, they've made two films. Basically, in the second film, no home in Percy Jackson in the second You're about Percy Jackson? Yeah. You went. You got me on this. Yeah, no, yeah. And they yeah, mention. They mention. Um, they say t- failure, but they, in the film they say Talia, and it's like, why? So yeah. We'll be covering Percy Jackson really? at a later date with another podcast. Soon. God, I've got plenty of things. So. Um, you haven't seen the film, so you can't really talk about it. I've right? watched more movies and I've watched clips of the film and the film. Apparently, there was that many. Um, with this, there was that many like ad-libbing and stuff but the director said he could have made a PG version which is what it is PG-13 which is obviously or an R-rated version because he made that many different versions when he spoke but some of it was more adults which should we say Um, I want to mention the scene when he gets home and he just like he just brings loads of animals his neighbour calls his the wife which was like a home decorator. She goes home and she's a goat. There's a goat eating the flowers. She goes in, knocks in the room. I saw a kid hanging off the yeah. shelf. I'm like, but it's funny because he says that like his wife's back after four hours or something when he picks the kids up. Yeah. There's no way he could have tidied all that up in that time. So she was going to find out about the party no yeah. matter what. I think um, when we did the sequel pitch episode, we were on their show. They they said that, but there's no way that party was ever going to be tidied by the yeah. time. But then, the wife came back. but then he like they have like him. They they all have them like dancing on the table, and then they turn around. They just see him like, oh hi. 
And it's just like this whole city in the cave, there's everything, so it's like a mess, it's like, wow. Yeah. It gets these like complaints too, it's really funny. We have to, we have to give, I feel so jealous with Matilda, which, which played someone else, so I can't remember what her name is. Molly. Molly, I think. Basically, she has basically said, I met, I met Mrs. Doubtfire, like, you cannot admit that's like your best achievement in life that is. Well, she was in a few films and then she just stopped acting. Sure. So she was in Miss. She's in a Christmas film called Miracle on 34th Street. She was in Matilda. There's a few other things she was in, but they're like the three big ones that spring to mind straight yeah. away when you think of it. This was a, Mrs. Doubtfire was her first one. Was it? Yeah, because you can tell she's really young in it. I do like when they caught her. Like he admits on he's staying there. I like the scene where he's staying at his brother's house, and his mum's like, "Can I talk?" He's like, "He's not in that place." Like, nah. keeps him, you can tell he keeps him going on. And then they, don't know. He's the other one. There's another person in the room. Is it? Is it? Is that his brother too, or is that his friend? No, it's his brother's boyfriend. Ah, good. And I. Why good? Because there's not a lot of films have, because a lot of people hate on them for some reason. Looking at the tar, looking at what? I'm looking at um, Eternals. What do you mean? A lot of people hate on that film too. Why? Because there's gay people in it too. A lot of people just hate on films like that. Then what do you think about that? It shouldn't be done. Just because it shouldn't, because... I'm not disagreeing with you, I just... No, it shouldn't, because it shows people that they can be gay if they want to. That's the right answer. Huh? Yes, it is. People, people don't think... Studios have been... Well, no. Studios. Certain aspects of yeah. the public and media and stuff like that have issues with same-sex relationships being yeah. in films, saying that, for instance, it's not religious. Yeah. Um, like... And that it corrupts children and stuff like that. When actually, I don't think it does, because... I think what it does is show, at the end of the day, if somebody loves somebody, they love somebody. Yeah. Whether they, that's two women, if that's a man and a woman, a yeah. woman and a woman, a man and a man, or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it doesn't, it shouldn't yeah. matter. Yeah. And that's their lives and that's their choices. Yeah. Um, it's nice that films are more so doing that now. Yeah, they're more doing it now, but this was probably one of the first, wasn't it, probably? No, there would have been other stuff, but it's is... It's, I don't think I'm not sure if it's actually 100% stated in this, but... It isn't. There's nothing which says it. But I think that's the impression you get. That's the impression. Yeah. But I love how he's like, they give the films like, and it's just like, she's like, thank you for the past or something, I can't remember what it was. I was like, what? I quite like the scene there where they're actually putting the makeup on and trying oh, all yeah. different things and he's doing yeah. all the different voices and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do like when he's like, I love like when he first moves in and all that, and the kids are opening he gets a bit annoyed, but it's like, especially because he says something about his mum like it's... The mum drops him off later and then picks him up early, so yeah. he gets annoyed because it's he's only dead. You've got to think... <laughs> I get this from his point of view, because he's only got a certain amount of time with his kids, and he wants to see his kids all the time. So if he gets five hours a week, and she's turning up an hour late, and then picking him up early... Suddenly, it's only three and a half hours, say, yeah. and he's like, "Well, that's not enough, and five hours isn't enough." And then you're, yeah, she, yeah. Just because she's got, 
I'm sure she hasn't done it on purpose. Yeah, but she is. It doesn't come across like that in the film. She's done it on purpose, but that's. Yeah. But I do like how, like, he. I do like how, like, he says a word, and then it's just like, what does that mean? And then, and then his brother's like, he's talking in really good detail. He's like, do you, why do you want mommy to die? And it's like, you need to be careful with little kids, though. Because little kids are very impressionable to words. I know from personal experience. Apparently, um, what he also used to, what he did to see whether the makeup worked is he went out in public in it. Did he? Before anyone, obviously no one ever saw him in it because if the film hadn't come out or anything like that and I hadn't even been filmed but they put him in makeup and he'd go out and he'd go to like the shops or he'd go around town and stuff like that just to see if people would recognise him. Yeah. And no one did. Like he went into a shop and he bought a book and stuff like that. He also went into what is called a sex shop. Oh. And bought sex stuff, dressed as a, an old woman. Um, yeah. So it was cool. He also, as part of the actual press for the yeah. actual when they released the film, he did interviews as Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's what that's what you got to love about him. See, because I grew, up, I didn't grow up with this film. I grew up with Night at the Museum, and I love that film. Even so, like, I've rewatched them not that long ago, so knowing. So now knowing that I love three, four of his films, it's great. I just like how he suddenly gets. He changes the numbers, no one actually calls. Yeah, so that no one calls me, he just loves Well, this touch gets us touched on a couple of things. This, um, when we did our sequel pitch episode, where we basically asked the guys from Sequel Pitch who pitch sequels to films that don't have sequels and we went in with Mrs. Doubtfire and to pitch two sequels. We also did a bit of a discussion yeah. about the film. Well worth an episode checking out. And we um touched on this how it holds up quite well because yes. the comedy hasn't aged badly. No, so it's not so, as you touched on with the whole um same sex relationships and stuff, society's changed an awful lot yeah. since ninety three. So it's been so almost 30 years now this film so because in that time jokes have changed yeah and there's only a handful of jokes in here that make but it's mostly that like a reference in him being a, a guy as a woman yeah um and a couple of them haven't aged well but the bulk of them have aged absolutely and i and i think it's down to robin williams there, there was a couple of other actors at the time that were approached about the role but I, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. I don't think. It, well, it might have been funny at the time, but I think it, it would have been easy for him to make a play about. Oh, this is a this is a woman who's got a penis. Yeah. Would be the, would be the easy joke. Yeah. And that's not the jokes in this film. Yeah. Yes, there's times where he goes, "I'll knock you out" and stuff like that, and mutters and stuff, and they make comments about how he's quite big and stuff like that. Yeah. But they're not. It's not. It, it's not like that's the crutch of the film. It doesn't lean on that sort of yeah. innuendo sort of thing. It's more about him as a... Yeah. Just be, he's just being funny, isn't he? Yeah. He's like, it's actually just as much about him being annoyed that, for instance, a lot of it's aimed at Stuart, who's the, the new boyfriend, isn't yeah. it? And it's just, it's, uh, what's quite funny is it's more just him being yeah. annoyed that she's got this guy who's like the opposite of him, so he's like charming, he's good looking, he's... 
he's toned up, he's got like a six pack and he's well off and stuff like that. So he's the complete opposite of him. And the jokes are actually just as much about that as they are about him being a man dressed as a woman. I do like how when he calls old time and changes it and one of them he's screaming and she's like <laughs> oh yeah, when you he's doing other voices, it pretends to be various different people. Yeah. That how come job. she got Tello? Because he, that's what he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he, no. That's what's quite clever is they don't just he doesn't just go on folks and do they make a point in the film. Early on, he's doing the cartoon bit with a voice bit, so he's a voice actor. And then when he goes, to, he has to see that like woman that's on his that's on his case. Yeah. And she says, "What what special talents have you got?" And he just says, oh, "I'm a voice actor." And do voices, and he does all these different voices and stuff. So he's showing this. This writes a club film. It it shows early on that he's got yeah. a talent. That then when you so, what I'm saying is, if I just dressed up as a, a woman, and tried to do the same thing, you'd yeah. know it was me. The yeah. Problem, the thing is, he's got that talent anyway. Yeah. It's not like he's just a normal person off the street. He's a person that puts on various voices and mannerisms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And that's. So it's already a skill set he's yeah. got, basically. I do like when he goes for the, like, they do the, yeah, the makeup scene was really funny. Especially on the one with the long black hair, it's like, Jesus, like, why? Yeah, he, he does, like, um, a few different songs and stuff because he looks like a few people out of musicals, so that's yeah. what it is. I do like the scene when they're doing it. Matchmaker, matchmaker, matchmaker. Yeah. I do like the scene, where uh, it's like, this is after he gets in the building at the job, but when he's like, he, I think it, no, I think it was when after his first day, which was really funny, like like and they have to do the chores because they don't want to do the homework. Oh yeah. yeah. I do like to see after when he's like, like he gets hit on the bus, but then he just like ignores them. Then when he gets back, the, the woman's there. Oh yeah, Nasty the two. Yeah. So yeah, the woman who's following him and making sure he's doing everything. Um. She turns up at the flat, and he turns up as Mrs. Doubtfire, and she here to see Daniel. So he pretends that he's, he has to keep switching between the two because he, she wants to talk to both of them, sort of thing. And then he loses his mask, doesn't he? And he puts cream on. Uh, yeah, and he sticks his face in the cake. Yeah. And he's got all the buttercream on, and then it falls into the cup of tea, which was which was improvised. It wasn't that didn't mean to happen. But I would say that scene, a lot of that would be stuff like he's just yeah. Up with. I think half of the things was made up by him, Dad. But like the bit where I know later on when they're having their meal and his teeth fall out. Yeah. When he's drinking and they fall into it. That again, he came up with that and the the crew knew but the cast didn't. So all their reactions were like, oh, look, like, look, they're shocked. Is, is genuine. See, that's what you like, have to love about him. Like, yeah. we love him so much that we have a post of him. Yeah. So... Yeah, I do like yeah, cause at the end, like he he's like he works as like a like a delivery, but he sneaks to the dinosaur bit, and he starts like doing a song, and then the director's like on like, and fire, and he's like he's trying to get the schedule, but then he can't, and then when he's there, he has to switch, doesn't he? And he keeps on getting more and more drunk, and he forgets, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, cause he basically he's he's working at like a film studio and he's doing like a janitor's like yeah. a, a storeroom job and he goes up onto the set when it, of the children's program he starts playing with all the, t- the puppets and the dinosaurs and stuff and someone sees him basically he's, do, he's doing what Robin Williams would do that's what Robin Williams would do he's singing um, 
Elvis stuff. That's what he's doing. He's doing Elvis impressions and stuff. Yeah, he keeps doing like. Which is very apparent because I'm not doing Elvis. He keeps on doing like. He keeps like. He's like. James Brown as well. Yeah. There's actually Elvis song coming out. Yeah, at the moment it's out, yeah. Is it? I'll get it. Should I see it? Nah, I don't like Elvis. It's not actually Elvis because Elvis has died years ago. I know that. But it's about his. Is he died on the toilet? Um, I think so, yeah. A lot of people say die on the toilet. So, what's your favourite scene? Don't ask me this question, I can't pick one. Is it not the dinner scene? I thought it would be with you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Help is on the way, dear. Oh, yeah, 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 that one then. But I also. This like, is Delphire! I also like the way how. That's gonna be like one of my most popular memes as well. Yeah. Or gifts or whatever it is, where you see him running across the restaurant. I'm, on his birthday, I'm gonna send you so many TikToks of that. So get ready. Because there will be endless Mrs. Doubtfire coming towards you. No, you want to do a TikTok of that, do you? No, I'm going to find the TikTok of Help is on the way and send it you 10,000 times. Do you own one? No, because I don't like to post on TikTok. Okay. I like to be unknown. Okay. But I do like the scene when he, like, she does the show and his mum realises. Because they're doing the interview with her. And then they all look sad and they see him on the TV. And then, like, there's the monkey and all that. It's really funny. They should have made that a couple of, like, they should have made a couple of episodes like that and just released them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, um, I think there's a lot of really good standout scenes, like, because obviously you could go, the party one at the beginning, then the one where he does all, he pretends to be all the different people, then the one where he's putting the makeup on, and when, like you say, the first day where he's actually Mrs. Dad, when he's doing everything's yeah. going wrong and stuff, and the one where he's cooking and he burns his chest and he's putting them up with the pan lids and stuff yeah. and then the one where the old woman comes around and he's having to do the two yeah. roles that's probably a clever scene yeah. then obviously when they go on the little hot is it a holiday or wherever they go to the pool yeah and he's being like hit on and stuff and he's stuff like that and then no, just I like think it's also like when he goes he chucks an apple yeah, and then he, when they go to a restaurant because the restaurant's yeah. got two bits the bit where he's actually with a family and he's being yeah. that but the bit where he's with the producer yeah. of, the, of, the, of the owner of a studio he's doing back and forth Yeah. and then as I've touched on before with you I think chatting I like the scene at the end where he's in the court and he's talking about yeah. how his kids because yeah. he says something about you ask if I'm obsessed and yeah. he says yes I'm obsessed with my kids since the day they were born I can't be without one and stuff like that. And I get that because I'm a dad and I love you boys in the same way. Even if we're pain. Yeah, but that's part of who you are. So here's a question for you. Yeah. How many times do you think he says dear? A lot. He said, I don't know. I've been keeping track. 101. Does he actually? Yeah. How, how do you know that? Was you sitting there just counting? No, because it's like a oh. fact you can Oh, my arm. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, bet my arm. <laughs> so, shall we yes. pretend that we're actually going to mark this differently? Yeah. Well, are you going to rate it? Oh, let me guess. I'm going to give it 5 out of 5. You will never guess what I'm going to rate it. 3.5. No. Oh. A 5.5. You can't, it's out of 5. Why can't we do it out of 10? Because it's out of 5, because it's the only one that's out of. We're all out of five, so we five. can't. Five. 
Which we knew this would be what it is. Which is why we wanted to come back to it, didn't we? Yeah, because we did. I think it's also... You might have to talk about Robin Williams a little bit. I think it's... When I always get asked who your favourite actor is, and it's, 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 it's a difficult one because... Is Robin Williams the best actor ever? No, there's better actors. Yeah, but is he my favourite actor? Yeah. So, I always th- it's the same with film. Ro- D- Mrs. Doubtfire isn't the best film ever, but it's my favourite film. And also, it because it, to me, you could there's films out there like quite famously a lot of people like Shawshank Redemption, which is that? an amazing film, what's but you couldn't watch it all the time what because is- it's quite depressing. Will you watch it? Maybe, but not for a while. Um, and there's other films like that that are really great films and yeah. they look impressive and be acted really well. And it's the same with actors. There might be actors that do like these incredible yeah. performances, like someone like Denzel Washington. Who's that? that. Um, I don't think we've done a film with him. I, to I honest, I'm not sure we will because of his type of films. Um, I don't know who that is. But is he probably a better actor than Robin Williams? In a way, yes. But then Robin Williams, as he's actually, as he got his films go on, he's he does quite a mix of roles, so he does some quite serious roles, and he does comedic roles, and he does scary roles. He plays bad guys in a few films and stuff. And then he does like mannequin roles. And he, yeah, museum. Yeah, like museum. Um, I like that's the. Fun. So in a way, maybe he's a more skilled yeah. actor because he can do various different stuff. But I've I I've always what that's why I love this actor because I grew up with him with Nightmare Museums. No, that's why it's weird, isn't it? Because. I grew up with him watching. Yeah, and I like There's it. a TV program called Mork and Mindy where he played an alien called Mork. We should watch that. Uh, you probably find it funny actually. And um, find it for me, please, Mork and. I'll see what if it's on anything. But um, Ooh. and he, so I watched that and then Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, the like, thing is, I I liked him before that, so I must have liked him in the first thing I reckon I saw him in was, other than Mork and Mindy, it was probably Good Morning Vietnam, which is a way more serious film, but also very funny. He plays um, Vietnam, which is a war, oh, yeah. um, and he plays a radio DJ, and he plays a real character with persons, a real person, yeah. and he was, and he's basically just a really funny radio DJ, and he goes out to Vietnam to entertain, with, to, yeah. and it's it's really funny. I think you'll laugh a lot at it. Um, oh, and we will watch it at some point. Yeah. But I think that's probably my first introduction to it because that, that came out before this, and I definitely have seen. I reckon I see. I knew who Robin Williams was by the time I watched Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, because you more Mindy, I have to remember that one. More Mindy, more Mindy. But yes, so shall we wrap up the show? Yep. And say how every year on your on this birthday or around this birthday we're going to do another film. Yeah, next one, next year we should do Night of No, well, because we'll probably watch that anyway. There's a lot of films that we. All the ones with the weird nose. All for Genie. Put, I've got a poster on my wall, well, a picture of it I've had done by an artist called Grant Perkins. Um, and we'll put, I'll try and put it up when we do this post this episode. And it's Ooh. got various, it's got Robin Williams in various different characters that he's played. So it's got all that on there, like, turn around. It has got Batty Coda from uh, Fern Gully, which we will do. It has got yes. a guy from Toys. Which is definitely a film that It's got Patrick Adams, it's got him as Peter Pan, it's got him as Jean, it's got him as Mork, it's got Mrs. Doubtfire, it's got him, I forget the name, but the character in Jumanji, Flubber, um, we should watch Good Flubber. Morning Vietnam, Goodwill Hunting, Night at the Museum, and 